You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. I want to enjoy to please turn your Bibles today, if you will, to Hebrews 12. As we look at the first two verses, uh, the New Living Translation, uh, we began a discourse in the first service, a race to run and victory to be won. You want to write that down? A race to run and a victory to, walk, to, be, to be won. Praise God. This will be the part two of that uh, two-part teaching series. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross disregarding its shame now is seated in the place of honor besides god's throne now he is seated in the place of honor besides god's throne again for an assignment a race to run and a victory to be won part number two our father and again we thank you for the honor to gather again under this open heavens we beseech you again to take a call of fire from the altar and place upon the lips and the tongues of clear of your seven sons that I will come to your people that thus say the Lord. Move every man, every woman under the sound of the voice of this preacher from where we are to where you reserved and preserved for us in the place called destiny. We're about to give you the praise, the glory, the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, as I mentioned earlier, we have come through literally the first half of the year 2020. And I mentioned the first seven that we came into this year, 2020, January 1, in our crossover service with great expectation, excitement, and promises and prophecies God spoke over us, consider what he would do in the year 2020. And we have seen a measure of his deeds in this year. But, you know, we sometimes think that what came over the world by way of the pandemic is something that is alien or foreign or straight to God. In other words, something that took God by surprise. You know, God is wondering, what is COVID-19? What is a pandemic? No, 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 no. Before those words of prophecy that came over your life regarding 2020 came over you, the Lord knew the end of the year from the beginning. He knew about this pandemic and still prophesied over you. His promises or his prophecy over you, they're not yes and maybe, they are yes and amen. In other words, you and I are still on course with destiny in spite of what had seemed to be a setback. I want to declare to you prophetically that what you thought was a setback is actually a setup 
for you to make a comeback. Praise the Lord, somebody. So we're still on course. And we gather again in this house to thank the Lord for his keeping grace for the first six months of the year. January, February, March, April, May, June. It hasn't been your strength, your power, your skill, your competence that kept you. Not even your prayer fasting, but the mercy of the Lord. The Bible declares it is because of the mercies of the Lord that we are not consumed. Are you alive and well? You qualify to be a praiser. Let everything that has breath praise you, the Lord. Roger, wherever you are across the nations, can you just breathe in and breathe out and say, thank you, Jesus. Why? You are still in the game of life. Hallelujah. So the Lord gave us a word, Revive for Glory 2020. And I want to reassure you on that God, that word is still valid, uh, irrespective of what you've been through. That word is still sure, it's still yes and amen. You're still on course. We began to see on the realities of you and I as being believers being in a race. We are involved in a race. We're involved in a race. There are many metaphors in the scriptures that talk about who we are as believers. One metaphor is an army. One metaphor is a bride. One metaphor is a race. You are involved in a race, believe it or not. And because you're involved in a race, there must be an intentionality or deliberateness as to how you run the race not just because for the fun of running, but we run to win. Praise God. Not because there are many who run a race, but only one runs to win the race. So your intention, your purpose, as you run the race of life, is to come out victorious at the end of the day. Somebody shout a big, big, big amen. We saw again uh, that life is not necessarily measured in duration, the longevity only, but it's measured on in donation. That means what you are able to donate to life, to give to life, or to contribute to life is, is the real measure of your quality, as it were, in life. You want to have fulfilled your days here on the earth and have people remember you for your many good deeds, remember you for who you are as a man of integrity, a woman of character, a man of dignity, a man who loved the Lord, a man who served your generation. You want to be remembered for these things uh, as, as your days are fulfilled through the Lord's tarry. Praise the Lord. So you can live here for 100 years and your years are just not really counting, but you can live here for 33 and a half years like Jesus and makes it an impactful life that changed not only a community, a city, a people, but a globe in its entirety. Jesus walking on earth for 33 and a half years changed the paradigm of life. As a matter of fact, dates began to be measured by him. A.D. after death, B.C. before Christ. Wow. And I believe that God is raising stars also in this house who are going to influence not only a people, not only cities, not only a community or a nation, but are going to influence the globe. In other words, there is a global sound within you. Don't settle for being a local champion. You can operate in the locality, but the sound God has put within you is meant to be noise abroad beyond your location and your locality. Somebody shout a big amen. We said there are two things we'll speak about. I spoke about the first thing in the first service, life is impact, right? And life is for impact. Life is for impact. The other thing we'll speak about in this particular service is life is given for preparation for eternity. So life is made for impact. We saw that in the first service. But one look at this one. Life is given for preparation for eternity. What do I mean by that, beloved? What I mean is that 
Your life is beyond the years you spend here on the earth. As long as they are wonderful, that's not just your life. There's life after that kind of life. And except you understand that, you will misuse the opportunity of time here to prepare for eternity. You will live your life carelessly. You think about time as something to waste and to spend, not realizing time is to be invested into eternity. So we've taught in this house that time is given us for eternity. Time is given us for eternity. But over and beyond that also, time also is given us uh, to fulfill purpose and destiny here on the earth. Sit on the living God. It goes without much saying. Or it goes, it, 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 need to need to buttress the fact that every believer is running a race. Yeah, the truth be told is every human being has a race to run. That's the truth. But you see, when you come into the faith, you accept Jesus to your heart, your race is redefined. It's beyond the rat race that the unbelievers run. You know, you know, people want health scatter here and there, looking for help where there's no help, when they don't, don't, have, don't have Christ, you want like a headless chicken. But when you know Jesus, your life ought to be a race that is definite and is purposeful and is heading for a definite target in life. If there's anybody under the sound of the voice who is born again, blood washed, you are going somewhere to happen in life. There is an or there is a target that God has set for you to hit. And I pray by the mercy, by the grace of God, you will not miss the mark of destiny God has for you in Jesus' wondrous name. You see, in many years in Christendom, the 70s, the 80s in particular, uh, believers were, 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 were commonly found to talk about eternity. We hear them mention Maranatha. The Lord comes, come, comes quickly. You know, they talk about heaven and talk about eternity. But in our day and age, as we slip into, uh, will I say, the abundance and the prosperity and the feel-good Christianity, the entertainment Christianity, you know, we just want it the way we want it. <laughs> uh, we kind of feel we are caving or carving heaven on earth here. We fail to understand that we are transient beings. We're, we're here temporarily. We're on a journey. We fail to understand this is not our resting place, but we're going somewhere. So we tend to build our palace here. We invest so much here on the earth, thinking this is all that life is all about. But we have to understand, beloved, we are going somewhere. We are on our way to heaven. And whilst we may not find that to be a common gospel today, we have to remind ourselves about the reality of heaven and the beauty of heaven so that we can also determine how we live our lives today. Listen, it will be foolhardy to live your life on earth and miss the bliss that God has for you as a child of the living God. The Bible says, what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Oh, no, no, no. You're not about to gain the entire world and lose your soul. No, no. No, no. Uh, you know, we used to laugh at that song or that statement, give me Jesus and take the world. I know there's a place to laugh at, but you know, the truth be told, Jesus and the world cannot be equated. Praise God. You can't have Jesus and lack anything. The Bible declares in Romans 8, 31, and if God be for you, who can be against? He said in 32, if he did not spare his son, Jesus Christ, how will he not with Jesus give you all things? Do you have Jesus? You have all things. Praise God. Saints, we need to jar our thinking to renew our thoughts to the consciousness that we are on a race and we're on a race to heaven. Praise God. The Apostle Paul begins to let us understand that it's not everyone who runs that will necessarily will win. First Corinthians 9, 24. 
Know you not that they which run in a race run all, but one, somebody say one, but one, may you be the one, may I be the one, one receiveth the race. <laughs> so run that you may obtain, and every man that strideth for the mastery is what is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beats the air. So Apostle Paul was saying the people who, who get engaged in races of the world, whether it's a, a marathon race or horrible dash, an Olympic race, whatever it is, they, they go through a lot of discipline and training and build it on their body to get themselves in a rhythm to draw the race because they are going for a trophy. But it says if they do all of that, to obtain an earthly, perishable, destructible trophy, how much more should we as believers, wow, who are not running for a trophy, a medallion, a gold, a silver, a bronze, or brass, but we are running for an eternal crown, eternal trophy, Paul is saying you ought to be willing to do anything that is needful to attain that kind of trophy. Hear what he says by way of his own personal testimony. First Corinthians 9, 27, the next verse. But I keep my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. That word castaway speaks of being disqualified. I say to that, God forbid, for you and for me, that when I'm done all we are doing, clapping, jumping, dancing, giving tithe, doing all you know to do as a Christian, and at the end of life's journey, be a cast away, be disqualified, a big God forbid. Praise God. But you see, if we're going to run the race, we must run according to the rules according to the rules or the principles of the race that has to do with eternity. I want to give you a few fundamental keys as to how to run a victorious race. Running a heavenly race or running a victorious race. Praise God. Number one, beloved, you and I need to learn to keep our gaze, our focus on the finishing line. We're saying this house, I'll be true, it's all about Jesus. Hey, Kobalanokata. When all is said and done, it's all about Jesus. It's all about eternity. It's all about heaven. Praise God. Our gaze must be where God is taking us to. And we must be willing to pay any price necessary or needful to hit that finishing line. That means our focus. And our motivation for many things we do here on earth will be tied to our vision of eternity and our focus for heaven. You know, when you're focused on eternity and heaven, you, you, you'll, be quick, you'll be quick to forgive. <laughs> you'll be quick to, to keep short accounts of unforgiveness and, and strife and envy and jealousy. Why? There's too much at stake to let anything to hold you down. Do you know what, when you are living in unforgiveness, the person who supposedly offended you is free and you are bound? So, 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 unforgiveness and strife and envy is like a person drinking poison and wishing the enemy would die. Keep your gaze on the fishing line. Eternity and heaven. Praise God. Bible says in 2 Peter 3.13, Nevertheless, 
we according to his promise looking for new heavens and a new earth what is that new heavens and a new earth praise god wherein dwelleth righteousness wherefore beloved seeing that you look for some things be diligent huh, that you may be found in him where in peace huh, without spot and blameless what we are looking for what new heavens and new earth ah, number two engage in personal discipline and diligence we read in apostle paul's testimony said i bring my body on that subject he said i do the bringing the holy ghost is at hand to help he makes available several uh, 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 forces and powers the blood the word the name of jesus the spirit of the living god but ultimately you are the one i'm the one that will bring our bodies under the divine subject that takes discipline and diligence <laughs> praise god number three we have to learn to lay aside weights and sins that don't so easily beset us i put it this way travel light in the journey of life don't carry excess luggages hebrews 12 as one our pilot text wherefore seen we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses who are they hebrews 11 the catalog of men and women of faith they watch over us on the balance of heaven as we run along let us lay aside every weight and the sin would not so easily be us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. There is a race set before you and set before me. We must run it. Praise God. How do we run it? Lay aside weights and sin. Have you seen a man running a hundred meter dash and he's carrying all kinds of weights around his weight, around his waist, weight around his waist, or in his hand, and he's running? He's already disadvantaged by weights. So there are weights and there are sins that disadvantage us in the race of life. Can somebody say, I will lay them aside? I will lay them aside. Hallelujah. No weights yet. No excess luggage allowed on board. Second half of the year 2020. Praise God. We will travel light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number four, you're going to win this heavenly race. We have to learn to avoid distractions. We live in an age, an era of mass distraction. There is a mass for destruction. The devil has used this 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 weapon of destruction against the saint in the day and age. You, you know, you, you get into a house. Uh, the TV channel has a bookie of almost 500 channels. You can flip from one channel to another per second per second. Within a day, you haven't even seen all of the channels. You pick up social media. You have 20, 30 sermons going at the same time. You know, if you're not selective, kubala kubala. What was designed to be good and to be a blessing uh, can jar you and distract you. Listen, I want to tell you as a believer, you've got to learn to be selective on where you feed and who you feed from. It's not every preacher, not every nurse, not every doctor that attends you. No, no. Be selective as to who gets into your ears and gets into your heart. Why? It's very, very important. Distraction. We saw in, Math, in Luke 10, the story told about Ma, uh, Mary and Martha, how it was that Martha was in Kimber with much seven, very busy, very active. Uh, but Mary sat at the feet of Jesus to do what? To hear the word of the Lord. And the Master said that Mary has chosen the benefit that will not be taken from us. So it's a choice to sit at the feet of Jesus to hear the word. Please, may we make that choice in the second half of the year. Where? To sit at the feet of the Master and refuse to be distracted. Before you pick your phone, pick the word. Before you send the text in the morning, connect to heaven. Hello, heaven. Praise God. Let it be a download before you download your phone. Praise God. Let's 
major the major and man on the manner. Number five, you and I have to learn to develop a heavenly mindset. Colossians 3 verse 1 and 2. If you then be risen with Christ, whoa, seek those things that are above. So say above, above, above. Above what? Where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Guess what? Set your affections. Set your 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 gaze. Set your your thirst on the things above, not on the things on earth. You know what? You can't have your gaze on heaven, in heaven, and things on the earth that don't seem to go right move you. You understand that test will come to pass, uh, hunger will come to pass, difficulty will come to pass, delays will come to pass, that marital it will come to pass. But guess what? All is, is important is I will get there. Praise God. And I'm not implying you have to defer your blessings to some future heaven encounter. But I'm telling you, Perhaps we've swung to the other extreme of the pendulum where we assume that everything will happen here on the earth and we'll forget to keep our gaze on heaven. There are not many believers that are heavenly minded or heavenly conscious. If they are, it would change and influence how they walk as they live. If you and I were really more heavenly conscious, praise God. It takes an above mentality to rule over earthly affairs. John 3.31, he that comes from above is above all. Hallelujah. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that comes from heaven is above all. Do you know as a child of God that you are a citizen of heaven? But we have to renew our mind to the consciousness that we are really citizens of heaven. Praise God. Number six, develop a mindset of being a pilgrim on the earth right a pilgrim on the earth for those who have been to jerusalem that i have been on pilgrimage i went there for eight nine days twice uh not with the intention to live there so i went as a pilgrim to jerusalem i did not buy a house i don't make any permanent investments all I knew, I was there for a number of period of days, and I'm out. Praise God. In a like manner, if really we gained this pilgrimage mentality as believers, ooh, yeah, 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 we'll learn how to convert our earthly treasures to heavenly treasures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus started, don't store your treasure on the earth where moth can corrupt, where age can corrupt, but translate your heavenly treasure or your earthly treasure to heaven where nothing can come there. Beloved, one of the greatest, if not the greatest treasure you and I will have in eternity is the souls we reached out to, souls we impacted, souls we shared, lives we touched. Life is not just measured in duration, it's in donation. Let your life count in return to somebody else today. Praise God. Hebrews eleven thirteen. Hebrews 11, 13, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, hear this, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them, hallelujah, hallelujah, and embraced them, listen, and confessed, maybe also confessed, that they were strangers 
and pilgrims on the earth. Wow. You and I are heavenly citizens having an earthly experience as pilgrims and the strangers on the earth. Whoa. Were this thought to be ingrained in our mind, many things that once bothered you will not bother you anymore. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. They will become almost meaningless, non-existent. Why? You're from above. You're above all. Praise God. So our mindset needs to be renewed to become a pilgrim mindset, but also a heavenly mindset. So heavenly mindset and a pilgrimage mindset that we're passing through here. In other words, life is transient, as it were. Number seven, we're going to finish well and run a race well. We need to maintain our focus on Jesus as our forerunner and example. In other words, he's won the race already. We're not to reinvent the wheel. We're simply to learn from him how he ran the race. Let me read this to you. Very exciting scripture. And I, I almost get there. Very exciting. It is, is Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. And it's from the message translation. This will bless you. The message translation. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way. All these veterans cheering us on. It means we'll better get on with it. Strip down. Start running. Never quit. No spirit, no extra spiritual fat. No parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Listen, study how he did it. This ever message translation. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. Wow. He could put up with anything along the way. He could put up with anything along the way. Listen, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there. Where? In the place of honor. Right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith. Hello, somebody. Listen. Go over that story again, uh, item by item. That long litany of hostility he plowed through. Listen, listen. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Wow, that's exciting. Read that again. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, from the message translation said, that will shoot adrenaline into your, soul, into your souls. What? When you see how the master did it and overcame. And he said, I'm only a foreigner because I have paved the way you can also do it. Praise God. Uh, number eight, going to win, don't look back. Somebody say, I won't look back. I won't look back. As a child of God, your best is still in front of you. I know somebody is, is, is sitting there wondering, man of God, you don't know the kind of good days I've had before now. You mean they're Better days. If, listen, if you're a child of God, you, you, you can't you can't negate scripture. It can't be broken out in your life. Proverbs 18, the path of a just man shines brighter and brighter even to the day of perfection. That means no matter how bright your past has been, the best is yet to come. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. Luke 9, 62. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. You will not look back. You will look back. Look forward. Look forward. 
beyond the cross, you see the glory. Those who can stand the cross will miss the crown. Those who overcome the thorns will not enjoy the throne. Praise God. Don't look back. Lost wife in the Bible, look back. She became a pillar of salt. Luke 17, 32. Remember Lot's wife. Finally, number nine, don't drop back. You're running a race. You're gazing front, right? You're not looking back, but don't drop back. To draw back means to slow down your momentum, your throttle level. <laughs> we went over and over from the Gospels, Matthew 24, 13, at the time of the end, we live it now, that the heart of men shall wax cold. Maybe in church, but not in touch anymore. Losing fire, losing steam. Don't look back, but don't draw back. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are none of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Shout, I will not draw back. I will not draw back. I will not draw back. Well, I, I, I want to... I want to challenge you this beautiful day as we go into a moment of praise uh, uh, to, 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 to do two things. Number one, we're thanking God for the first six months. But in addition to that, we want to give them what I call uh, an advanced praise. We're, we're thanking in advance. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Well, you get your dancing shoes ready. Clear your throat. Your God has been too good to you for you to keep quiet. How you praise God is from your heart to your mouth, to your hands, and to your feet. Let your hands clap, let your mouth sing, let your feet dance, either which will let God know that you are grateful that you're still standing. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.